What's going on everyone? Welcome to another edition of Insightful Principles. This is episode 35 and what I would like to talk about today is the business behind the sports car industry. Now when I first did research on this topic, I couldn't believe how much interest is around investing in trading sports cars. Uh, this industry has seen significant growth in 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, one reason because People in their 20s or 30s that collected cars when they were younger are finding themselves at home uh, revisiting their car collections. And with that, also some people are looking at different ways that they can be able to make extra income and also seeking to see the current value of their car collection as well. Now, another reason for the growth is nostalgia. And that's simply moments that bring you back to your childhood memories or even a point in history that brings you back to happy personal associations. Parents that grew up in the 70s and 80s with sports cars are having their kids get into the same hobbies. And I think that's great to see. Uh, I know growing up, I used to collect Pokemon cars and I never really thought about the side of sports cars. I would have collected them when I was younger, but I never really uh, got much into it. But I definitely, uh, after the researching and seeing the opportunities within the, the sports card industry, I definitely want uh, to invest in, in some cars. Now, when ESPN released their documentary series of Michael Jordan called The Last Dance um, back in April of 2020, uh, this also uh, seen a surge of Michael Jordan cars among auction houses and also eBay. Um, it also presented a greater interest in basketball cards. And the documentary also created nostalgia by bringing back memories of the greatness with Michael Jordan. And his cars and his memorabilia, they saw an increase in value after this documentary was released. Now, car collectors and investors are starting to look at trading sports cars as an alternative asset class. And this is definitely an asset class that I would say you all should pay attention to within the future. Now, uh, the PWC 100 Index, um, they com compiled an R ROI comparison between sports cars and the S&P 500 since January of 2008. And the PWC, it measures the investment performance of professionally graded trading cards. And the PWC 100 show an RI of 392%. And then with the S&P 500, it only had an RI of 162%. So uh, this is an indicator of an alternative asset class that uh, it definitely has the volume and has the numbers showing uh, that there is an interest and a demand uh, for sports cars, no matter if you're looking at basketball, football, uh, even hockey, uh, baseball as well. You know, all of these are sports that you can look at and can try and can try to find uh, a, a gem of uh, a card that you can keep for years to come or even uh, short term and flip um, as well. So. I want to go into why you should invest in sport cars. Now, one reason is this hobby is similar to flipping sneakers. I know I have a lot of sneaker heads out there, and I know for myself as well, uh, I have, you know, gotten the game as far as buying sneakers at a lower price and then selling it at a higher price. Uh, when it comes to sports cars, it's the same mentality, except with sports cars, there is a higher amount of volume and inventory to purchase because it, it really 
it isn't so much a limit you know it is a limit to a certain extent but when you're purchasing sneakers you may only purchase one pair of, of sneakers but with when it comes to sports cars you're able to purchase you know whatever your budget allows you to do so it, it definitely shows that the volume is is definitely there and then also uh, another reason could be if you're a sports fanatic and if you're able to evaluate players uh, that you expect to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Uh, I know for me, I like watching basketball. So my go to would definitely be investing in basketball cars. And, you know, I think that some cars, rookie cars that I see that have potential is like Jay Morant, Zion Williamson and even LaMelo Ball. And the excitement of seeing these players evolve and seeing the value of the cars increase over time is, is one reason why I would definitely invest. So in order to invest in sporting cars, you have to be educated on what sports to invest in, uh, what players to buy, and understanding the supply and demand of the car you're buying and selling. So the first step with investing in sports cars is you would like to have a budget of how much you would want to spend and then have financial goals on what you would like to accomplish with trading sports cars. Now, whether that's looking to hold cars as a long-term investment or even car or even trading cars over a short term of period of time, uh, these are different buying car strategies. And with long-term investing, you're more focused on purchasing a car that can grow over time and accumulate generational icons. Uh, with this strategy, you look at what players will have the best legacies. So I think of like, you know, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, uh, LeBron James, you know, I, I look at, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis, uh, those type of players is, is what I would definitely want to have in my portfolio of cars because I know some of those players' legacies are already submitted before the guys that are still developing it, I think that it does present those opportunities. Now, the short-term uh, investing is more you have to deal with more of the implications of a player having, you know, a bad game or a season where they didn't have the best statistic wise. And with short term investing, uh, you have flipping where you simply will buy a car at a lower price today and you you will resell it at a higher price a few days, weeks or even months later. Now, some will also look at short term based on a player's future performance or overall value. Uh, if short term is a strategy you like, uh, you have to have a good understanding of the game and the sport you're trading while being aware of the inherent risk. Now, being knowledgeable of the sport and analyzing which players are on the rise are questions you will want to ask yourself. Now, I did want to give some perspective on how you can find the value of the cars you're collecting. So first, you want to find the year of the card. Uh, the copyright date is the best with finding this. Uh, next, you want to look at the car's company name. And third, you want to find the player's name. And lastly, you want to find uh, the uh, the card number. Now, an example would be if you're looking at a 1986 Michael Jordan Fleer car. Uh, the year and name is obvious, but Fleer would be the car's company name. Uh, the car number would be the number selection of the set the car is placed in, um, such as 57 out of 132. Uh, using eBay is, is also an excellent tool to determine uh, what is the, the, the demand for your car. Uh, you also can see the supply of the car you're searching for as well. And I know that 
on some uh, basketball cars, they do have specific sets uh, such as like Prism. Uh, that is one set of cars that you will see uh, when it comes to looking at basketball cars. I, I know that uh, some car companies to invest in are Panini and Topps. Uh, Panini, they actually hold the licenses for basketball and football cars, and Topps holds the licenses for baseball cars. So the types of cars um, you can collect are rookie cars. Um, these cars can hold the most value, especially from players like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. Uh, those were players that grew into legendary players and won championships that could bring value to selling those cars at a higher price over time. Now, another option is uh, if those cars are too expensive, because I know a lot of the ones I've seen the line are, you can also look at second year cars or even first year cars with a specific team. So maybe you may want to look at a 2016 Kevin Durant Warriors card. Uh, it's cars like that that can present opportunities uh, for you in the future. Now, another type of car is boxes. Uh, when it comes to boxes, uh, these you can find at retail stores like Target or Walmart. And one way to approach this is you can purchase the boxes, you can keep them sealed, and you can hold them as the value rises. Uh, sealed boxes, they hold the most value because it gives someone the thrill of seeing what's inside. Um, that will give them an incentive to buy and hope to get their hands on a notable player uh, that's highly valued. Now, scenarios that can affect a car's value is if you're picking, you know, a modern or a vintage card. Uh, what I mean by vintage is uh, picking a card that has been cemented as icons of basketball, um, such as Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, those would be vintage cards. And the prices may not fluctuate as much from day to day. And also the rise of demand would not go up as the supply increases. Now with modern player cars like Luka Donich or even Patrick Mahomes, um, these prices can fluctuate based on an injury or how well they play during the season. So you have all of those different factors when you're looking at, you know, modern player cars. Now, the grading company is also another aspect of what affects the car value. Uh, grading companies, they look at the condition of the car. Um, some companies out there are PSA um, and Beckett grading services. Uh, the grades are usually from 1 to 10, with 10 being mint condition. Now, you also can look at the supply of the card by looking at population reports. A PS population report, it allows you to search the player's name, and you're also able to get a list of all the cars that have been in circulation along with the population for each car. This tool, it allows you uh, to compare the cars, and then you can pick the best car that you think that has the most potential. So it's definitely a great uh, website to use. I, I know some platforms that you can use to start buying and selling sports cars are eBay, car shows. Um, there are plenty of different auction websites that you can look at, Facebook Marketplace, and StockX. Uh, you can also use other platforms such as VintageCardPrices.com and PWCC Marketplace that would allow you to research the market of your sports cars and it also shows the return of investment for each car. Now, one risk uh, to keep in mind when investing in selling sport cars are the microeconomic variables. Uh, just like any asset class, you know, markets can go up and down and collecting cars, it isn't a top need for it. So if there were to have uh, 
if there were like a recession, uh, the liquidity could dry up in the market and there could be a decline in the car value. So that's why it's important to set a budget. You don't want to overexpose yourself. Um, you also want to make sure that you're diversified and you're collecting different sets of cars. You know, maybe also different players, leagues, rookie cars, and grading companies. The more you have a mix of everything, it gives you that flexibility of diversification and not being exposed, you know, to to those microeconomic uh, variables. Now, you know, just some statistics I did want to uh, throw out there that have shown the value and the interest uh, of uh, the trading uh, sports car industry is throughout 2020, there actually was a 2003 LeBron James rookie card that sold for $1.8 And more recently, uh, this month in 2021, uh, there was a 1952 Mickey Mantle rookie card that sold for $5.2 So it definitely, it definitely shows that there is an interest uh, for this industry and in that there are a lot of people uh, taking advantage, you know, of the moments of being able to look at this as an alternative asset class and being able to uh, use the supply and demand aspects uh, to be able to make a profit um, on a on a valuable card. So uh, that that pretty much wraps it up, everyone, for this episode. I'm, I'm so glad that you all uh, took some time to listen. And uh, definitely, it would be great if you can uh, just continue to subscribe, uh, rate, and leave a review on the podcast. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. And I'll also put the link tree in the show notes as well as the different uh, websites that I described throughout this episode, just so you can be able to start your journey uh, with, you know, investing in sports cards. And uh, I did want to just tell you all, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Insightful Principles and take care.